Hello, folks, and welcome to the Queen's Community Healthcast of the Queen's Community Health Board. My name is Deborah Radall, and I'm happy to be back again chatting with you all. Our guest today, Kimberly Halliday, has a degree from Memorial University in Newfoundland in Communication and English. And now you can help me with this, Kim, is a Community Recreation Diploma from Truro in the Nova Scotia Community College there. Why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit, start off with telling us a little bit what that's all about. Sure. So I took the community recreation. It used to be called community leadership, I think, but it focuses a lot on different like programming, different recreational things. And actually, I've learned quite a lot from it. Um, I never knew fully what recreation was and providing community recreation. So we have a lot of different courses, just kind of looking at program planning, um, risk management, stuff like that. Well, it's a good thing that you did that because I think that probably led you quite nicely into your new job here in Queens. Did, yes. (laughs) So you are the new municipal physical activity leader or MPAL. So you are replacing the beautiful, wonderful Norma Miro. Yes, following in the footsteps, not replacing. You can never. <laughs> you know what? That's a good way to put it. That's that's a much nicer way to put it. Following in Norm's very experienced footsteps. So tell us about what being an MPAL is all about. Give us the high points. Being an MPAL is um, quite unique. It, we have um, a few throughout the province, which is kind of cool because you can collaborate. Um, we have a few in the South Shore, which I collaborate on with in a regular basis. Uh, but basically, we're meant to bring physical activity to communities. So we focus a lot on bringing provincial plans like the Let's Get Moving strategy and other things like that. And we put a community lens on it. So Each community, as we know, in Nova Scotia is different. And so having someone on the ground in the communities pushing physical activity and educating people about physical activity and movement is really quite fun. And it's quite a special opportunity that I found myself in. When you think about coming to Queens and and using all your background, um, all the neat stuff that you like to do and you've learned in your different degree programs. What do you think you bring to Queens as an MPAL, as a municipal physical activities leader? What do you bring to the table? I think I bring just my passion, my passion for physical activity. I've been involved in recreational programming since before five, I think. Um, I was very privileged in being able to attend multiple different sports, dance classes, swim classes, and uh, just a variety of other things growing up. And so when I came across the community recreation diploma, um, it just kind of fit into what I was already doing. And so I wanted to create spaces and places for people to participate in physical activity. And that's when I found out kind of about this role. Um, I originally started in Berwick as a mat leave coverage. It was definitely interesting. It was right out of college. So I was new to the area because I'm from Dartmouth. So going to little town of Berwick was definitely an interesting change from the big city. 
Um, but I really got my feet wet and I started to learn and piece together things while I was there. And then the job in Queens popped up. And so it's a bit of a bigger scale. So there's more partners and more collaborating, which is um, kind of the avenue that I like to go down. I'm a team player. I love bouncing ideas off people. I love connecting the dots if they haven't been already connected or just saying like, oh, well, what about this? Is this too big? Because usually my ideas are too big. So I have to kind of pick them apart a little bit. So having um, coming to Queens and just experiencing that all over again and finding the little niches in Queens. I want I want to kind of pull a little thread that you mentioned that you said that you were privileged to have all of these these experiences when you were growing up. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, we live in a community where we have a lot of people who maybe aren't able to experience all kinds of different forms of recreation. But there's still a lot of things that that you can do without having to spend a lot of money. So how much does sort of that piece of understanding the demographic of our community play into your planning and your your ideas? How much does that play into it? It's 100% always on my mind. I always have to keep into consideration because Queens is so spread out. Transportation, where are our facilities? What are we offering? Um, What's the cost? Um, A lot of what I learned in my community rec diploma was about barriers. So we always try to look for the barriers and break them down. So that's something I really like to focus on here, um, just because I know how beneficial recreation and movement can be. But if you don't have all these other pieces like food security or transportation, it's big things that can play into coming into a recreational program or even participating in physical activity. Um, A lot of people might not come to a program because they're hungry or because their parents um, have to work a second job and they can't get there. So it's kind of looking at the spaces of where people are in the community and trying to navigate bringing stuff to them or what can you do to help out that's that's an excellent answer, by the way. That's an excellent answer. So I know, because I saw it on Facebook, so it has to be true, that there was a bike ride walk to work thing or walk to school thing today. Now, tell us how you were involved in that today, Kim. So Tim and I, um, Tim Mossman from uh, Schools Plus, uh, we were in communication, just going back and forth with ideas and um, I had participation funding. Um, so it's a community better challenge going on in the month of June. And basically for that, I had Norm had applied for a grant. And so I received the funding and I decided a part of this funding would go towards participation. And so I bought the food. So we had apples, bananas, juice boxes, granola bars, all that fun stuff for uh, the participants at the end of the walk. But yeah, Tim Tim was a driving force in that one. Um, we did do a few things here and there together, um, but I was kind of just the support um, regionally. And 
one thing led to another and then we finally had it. It's been a little stressful this past couple weeks trying to get it all together, but came together and the weather held off. So it was really fun to just see all the kids together. Um, I didn't hear anyone complaining really, which was nice. I was at the back of the pack um, pulling up the rear, but yeah, everybody seemed to have fun and enjoy themselves. And it was a great success, I think. Well, it looked like a really good collaboration between the region, your job, and then our family of schools. So it's a nice way to find and be inclusive. So every kid can participate in some way, shape, or form if, if that's what they choose to do. And they're all getting active. I saw a little gang of kids walking down the hill with their teachers, and it was absolutely adorable. <laughs> That stuff always makes me smile when you see the little ones out. They're like little ducklings for the little ones. I didn't see them on bikes, but I saw the little ones walking. So it was very, very cute. So now you've been on the job for three months now, and I'm sure it could be a steep learning curve and things coming at you all over the place. What have you highlighted as the things that you want to focus on? This is a perfect time to ask this question because I'm currently working on my work plan. <laughs> Um, so I do have a few areas that I want to work on, get some information out there first and foremost. So um, set up some banners that highlight different physical activity and movement um, that you can do throughout the seasons. So we're going to ha hang them up in the streets. And also I want to do a social media campaign um, surrounding just giving people ideas of what to do to stay active. So that sounds like a sort of a communication plan. Is this just for the summer? Will this be ongoing? Tell us more about your, the, the planning part of it. Sure. So it's going to be year round. So all four seasons, I did want to highlight stuff to do in winter because I feel like a lot of the time people are like, oh, well, I can't go outside because the ground is icy. And we want people to be completely safe when they're participating in physical activity. So just giving ideas of how to be active safely in those times. Um, I'm currently working on funding for like free skates, expanding our equipment loan to include yak tracks, which just go over your boot and kind of help you like grip the ice more, potentially getting some snowshoes, just kind of brainstorming different equipment to use in winter for people to be physically active and safe. And so these banners are going to be up year round, taken down seasonally and replaced with another season, just kind of highlighting what to do and what movement is essentially. Well, that sounds interesting. So you'll have this banner, this flag or sign, what have you, that will be up telling people different ideas or what's available in, in, in Queens County. Is that the idea of it? Yes, and it'll also have a contact info. So the thing with recreation is sometimes it can change very rapidly. So I want to do focus on unstructured movement, which is a part of the MPAL program, focusing on unstructured play and movement. And so um, really highlighting those and putting in a contact information. So if anybody has any questions about a specific thing that's going on, um, they can reach out and then I can gather that information for them. Oh, that's great. Now, why don't you tell us what your phone number is going to be? And I think Tommy's going to be able to put that all that good information um, in our show notes. 
so that um, people can easily access. But why don't you just take a quick minute and give people your contact information and we'll add on to that for those of us that don't have a pen when we're listening. Sure. So my email currently is khallidy, so K-H-A-L-L-I-D-A-Y at regionofqueens.com. Or you can reach me at mpal, so M-P-A-L at regionofqueens.com. And my phone number is 902-354-5741. And my extension is 2242. Now, Kim, we understand what the M means. So we get municipal. And we know what physical activity means. Yes. Now, leader. So leader doesn't mean that you're going to be necessarily doing aerobics classes with people, right? You're going to be sort of on a, on a larger focus of planning and, and organization and support. Is that a fair statement? That is a fair statement. Yeah. My role is to kind of help support and provide resources and help engage community and residents in physical activity by providing information um, developing resources like uh, looking into active transportation plans, some policies. Um, but there is opportunity for um, one-offs, we like to call them. So short series of small programming um, that brings in an instructor uh, for a short amount of time. So we have to stay tuned. We have to stay tuned and see what's coming up. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you mentioned equipment rental. Tell us about what, what that means in the context of what you provide. Yeah, of course. So I manage the region's equipment loan program. So if you wanted to loan out my giant Connect 4 game, or I have some um, washer toss, and I have a few different things that you can always contact um, me about. I get a lot of asks for our canopy, and there's just different equipment that the region has um, for community members to loan out. We do require a deposit for majority of our things, um, but I'm currently working on trying to get a better way to do that. But basically, you come in, you tell me you want a pair of snowshoes, I write it down in my book, and you get it for a week, a weekend. It's kind of up in the air at this point. And then you can use the equipment and then just give it back when you're done. Well, that sounds fantastic. And I, I do want to talk a little bit more about that because so you did, you did mention a barrier that could be a very legitimate barrier. However, you also did say that you were looking at ways to come up with solutions. So that might not be a barrier in that um, maybe the, the money that someone might need to put down as a deposit for something. And you said you're working on that. So it, it sounds like you don't necessarily have something in place just yet. But would it be fair to say that you would be looking at a case-by-case -case basis? Uh, I'd have to definitely check where it is a policy currently that we do take a deposit. So kind of looking at switching that up might take a little bit of time. But I am looking into how other people run their equipment loans. Sometimes it's just taking a picture of their driver's license. Sometimes it's done through a library. So you just get the code scan and you have to have a library card and that's about it. So there's very, there's different ways of doing things. So I'm kind of just looking at 
what's the best for region of Queens and what will work and just chatting with my colleagues, just see what other people are doing in municipal government as well. How can people see a list of what you have in stock, like what you have available? That's a very good question. So I currently have an Excel sheet that I just have on our shared drive. So it's not accessible by the public yet, but I am planning on taking pictures of everything and posting them to our social media. So we have pictures out there that you can see and kind of just highlighting everything we offer because we do offer quite a bit, but for the last few years, it has been put on pause because of COVID. I'm really excited to start that initiative again and just let people know what we have. I think that's amazing because I, I just I couldn't help but think if, if you're having a birthday party or a retirement party or you're just having friends visiting to have like a giant connect for a game or some of the other items that you might have on stock. It'd be great to get that information out there because if people don't know what's there, then they don't know what's there. So that sounds great that you're you're looking at putting making that available for people to see. I really like that. That's cool. Kim. I've heard something about something called a play box. What is a play box? I mean, it's, I could imagine maybe what it is. Tell us about your play boxes. Of course. I love play boxes. They're just literally that. They're a box that sits outside and there's equipment in it. So right now, Region of Queens has one put out. We're having a couple more. Um, We're just trying to get them ready to go out. But the skate park by Queen's Place has some skateboards in it, some helmets, and they're free to use. All we ask is that if anything is broken or damaged, don't use it. Give us a call. Um, our number is in the play box itself. And yeah, it's just for people across the community to use and have fun. And in the other play boxes that will be popping up, we'll have uh, various equipment like softballs, baseballs, those little Nerf soccer balls, footballs, and just a lot of different equipment that people are free to use. And if they wanted to put any equipment that they don't use anymore in the play boxes, then we will gladly accept them. I just had somebody drop off some tennis rackets and some tennis balls. So that'll be going into our Northern Queens play box once I have it here and get it all sorted. Kimberly, you're talking about a lot about collaboration and partnerships. And we at the Queens Community Health Board and health boards in general across Nova Scotia are um, very excited about partnerships and collaboration and engagement in our communities. So I wonder how we can help you with your work. I am definitely always up for conversations. I think collaborating is the way to go and getting feedback and just being able to cross promote things that are going on. You know, we're, we're all, a lot of us doing similar work. And if we do them all in our own little, what's the word? Silos. We do them all in our own little silos. Now we, we miss a lot of opportunities to collaborate. And so that, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel. And I know Norm was going to our meetings, so hopefully you'll be able to attend to talk about that and see what you're doing, what we're doing. I did, yeah. It was definitely good to hear what was going on. Like, I didn't even realize um, you presented at council, so 
it was really good kind of hearing feedback um, from that because I think that was really important. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Kim. Some of us, myself definitely included, we sometimes don't always get motivated to get out and do stuff. So what what would you be your, as the municipal physical activity leader, what would be your best advice for people who want to be more active this summer and ongoing? I have always loved working out and playing soccer and being active. So it was really hard for me um, originally to be like, oh, but why don't you? And I realized that not a lot of people actually enjoy certain movements. Like if I asked my sister to go lift weights with me in the gym, she'd kind of laugh and be like, I don't want to die today. (laughs) So, So I always say move in ways that make you happy. So if it's gardening, that's physical activity. You're moving, you're out in the sun, you're soaking in that vitamin D usually, maybe not today, but, but yeah, just find something that makes you happy and that you like to do and do it. Honestly, like I have my days where I don't want to go to the gym and it's finding that accountability partner I find really helps as well. So um, when I was in Berwick, I used to always go with my coworker and I got into the habit of like walking over to her office and being like, are we going to the gym today? She'd be like, I don't want to. And I'd be like, I don't want to. And then we'd be like, but we got to go. Those things. Sometimes it is just a, we have to do this because it's what our bodies need. And so just keeping that in the back of your mind and having those days, maybe you do a little bit lighter. Like you don't lift the 60 pound dumbbells, which I never lift anyway. Doing some stretching yoga out in the sun or just outside and just moving in whatever way your body feels right. Thank you. That's good advice all around, I think. Move in whatever way your body feels right, but just move. Just get out there and do something. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what banners and what kind of advertisements and promotions that you're planning for things that we can see popping up in our wonderful, beautiful community of Queens County. And also seeing you around our community. It's nice to have, um, it's nice to talk to you, Kim, and nice to know that you're going to be around. I want to thank you so much for joining us today on the Queen's Community Healthcast and look forward to seeing you out and about being active. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Okay, take care.